What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I can't believe I've never talked about this topic before on here. But I do hope that it's at least been visible in the way I live it out. I'll share the quote that got me thinking about this consciously again, and we'll go from there. It was a quote that said, The new man I am continuously interested in will express himself just like a rainbow. All the colors. Without any fear. Let the world think you're mad. I'll start this with a story. A long time ago, when we were still young, my girl posted something on her Facebook that I think was like either funny or risque or a rap lyric. I don't exactly remember what it was. What I do remember is, after she posted it, she shared with me that she was feeling a bit insecure about it. She was hesitant when posting it and was reflecting on it afterwards and wondering if that she should have. Because it was off-brand for her. It wasn't exactly what people knew of her. It didn't fit all the other types of content that she posts. And she came to me wondering if she should delete it or how to feel about it. And I'm just sharing a memory of something of her talking out loud. So it's not some confession of her character and it could be distorted in the way that I'm recalling it. The details matter less than the fact that it helps lend to the steam today. That she was hesitant about something that she posted and she shared that with me. And in that moment, I told her, what does it matter? Don't you want to be a full human being? Full spectrum of emotions? well-rounded. So you, you aren't just the things that people know of you. And owning the rest of you that is not yet known does not make those parts any less important or any less beautiful or any less you. It's just something that maybe you lead with less, which is its own another episode as to why you've decided to lead with certain parts of you and tie the revealing of those to others with increasing intimacy what is the story you're telling yourself about? What is the most palatable for you to lead with? But I won't go into this landmine of a topic today because it will take away from the succinct point that I'm trying to make. I asked her, don't you want to be a full human being? Again, owning all the parts of you that are not known. Don't you want to be all of you? I've always been the type to be contradictory. Growing up, my ego and the identity part of me was very strong. It needed to be because it was working so hard to find itself at the same time. It didn't know the identity that it really needed to be, so whatever it had, it held on to firmly. I was an immigrant kid who moved from India to America at 11 years old, which leads right into your formative age and all the social pressures. So I surfed identities for the first five years. I had friends from every walk of life. I learned and mimicked their way of being through all the different phases. I had so many identities, I forgot who I was. Just so I can fit in and feel accepted. But what that allowed for me in hyperspeed was the practice of owning the differentiation in me. Owning the phase that I'm in. Because all the different phases meant I was drastically different in each one of them. And also meant that Anyone constant that saw me through these phases that was around me, like my family or a core group of friends, 
had to accept me for who I was. And I was damn loud to make sure that they did. I practiced being all of me unapologetically with things that weren't even me. That, But I didn't know that at the time, so I guess they were me. But the phases passed so fast because my admiration of things was a moving target. And so I went from hardcore rocker friends to athletes to thugs. Each one of them offered me a taste of some bit of void I was trying to fill. Power, music, popularity, being attractive, you name it. I was trying to be all of that at the same time. Again, it was hyperspeed trying on masks. So what naturally resulted from that, once I settled into who I really wanted to be and found myself, and I'm still finding myself, and started to anchor down my being to core principles and what kind of man I wanted to become, I realized that a lot of the contradictory things still stuck around, but now because of my practice, I was able to own it unapologetically. So I was now able to be myself as I was finding myself to be, and still some of those contradictory things remained a part of me. But now, because of the practice I had put in trying on all these different ways of being, I had this ability to own it unapologetically. And I love being a contradiction. And I love it when I encounter someone who is seemingly the opposite of what we would perceive at first glance. And let's be honest, it is only the contradictions that get noticed and called out. Because we live by judging everything by the cover, and we are pleasantly surprised and taken aback when something breaks the norm. Like when the huge bodybuilder guy is super kind and nice and soft-spoken, we're always thrown off and call this guy a gentle giant. Like, how could it be? You would think he's a monster of some sort. Or the super fat nerdy kid in class is the clown and is super outgoing and he's everyone's friend and is popular as hell. There's something about him owning who he is and not living by his deficiencies that make him most attractive to us. Almost like we know if we were fat and nerdy and unattractive that we would probably cower away in the corner and try to blend in with the furniture and seeing in someone breaking the mold that we don't even expect from ourselves that looks almost heroic to us. And we are charmed by it, restored by it, attracted to it, magnetized to it. Or when the super rich, successful billionaire executive is super nice and down to earth and grounded in reality and speaks common language, we're in awe. We see ourselves in him. How could it be? Does that say something about us or them? Either way, we feel this bond and intimacy. Again, breaking the innate expectation we have of the cover, somebody going against the mold, contradicting what we would expect from that particular role. And maybe we think that we would be monsters if we had that much muscle or power. Maybe we imagine ourselves being uptight and detached if we were rich. And we impose that on everyone else, as if there's one playbook that everyone is running, or that we've seen somewhere else. And then we give outsized credit to those who break the mold in our mind. The reality is people are just people. They are all of them. Not just what we see, it's a full person. Sometimes they might even be showing other things that we can't see because of our own perception criteria. 
But either way, everyone is everything. And so are you. But you have such boxed-in ideas of how to be that you don't let yourself, all of you, come out. Or only certain parts of you come out for certain people. How is your perception of how close somebody is to you, the world's fault, to be withdrawn from and held back from your true expression? Doesn't everyone deserve all of you? See, I love being intellectual, but I love at the same time being oxymoronic and straight from the heart. I wished my friend happy birthday the other day, and he said, I always have the sappiest messages. And I told him that there is no filter between my heart and my words. I cannot help that my love pours out as soon as I open my mouth. At the same time, I regularly have the most cerebral, most logical conversations you've ever heard. That's what all of me is. It's not just parsed and pieced. It's all of me. I love being soft and being tough. I love being weak and strong. Not or, and. Real men are dangerous wild beasts with furry coating. Iron fists with a velvet glove. It is only the disintegrated man, the one that has not learned how to use his shadow, his dark side, that is either soft or hard. Because one side of him he's afraid of, and the other is a form of protection. When you integrate your shadow, you do not need to oscillate between being nice or nasty, or being soft or hard. Your hardness is felt in your soft, and your softness is felt in your hard. You toe the balance and bring all of you, and that puts people naturally at ease. Because there isn't a fear of some beast lying behind that may be encountered one day in the future. Nor will they be deprived of the softness and the beauty that connects them most deeply to you. I love being a gangster and a gentleman. Act like an inmate, sound like a scholar. Me and my mentor got two different addresses. One's national, Trump's international, rational. One is still stuck on the avenue. I literally love this about myself. I love it when I see it in other people. I can get suit and tied up and lead any corporate meeting, and I have, and run any block. Half of my life is spent rapping relevant lyrics to the conversation, and the other half sharing philosophy for my latest read. Again, contradictory only if you choose to believe it is. I call it full spectrum. I want to be a full spectrum human being. I can really only respect full spectrum human beings. I much rather take the lesson from the preacher who has sinned the way that I have and knows what it's like to be on that side giving me the lesson than someone who has never gotten their hands dirty. I can't take that lesson from someone who isn't a full spectrum human being. At least not the same way. Maybe I could take the lesson, but I don't know for sure if that person really knows what it feels like to be on that end. I come on here and I floss my flaws and be an imperfect human being. At the same time, I try to turn that into something positive and try to leave with something that is a prescription, something that I can live by, something that maybe you can try. But I don't try to speak from a place of having already achieved it and someone who is devoid of all the flaws and all the issues and all the blockages and the barriers that it takes to get to it. I want to capture all of that. That's the person I can learn from. 
who I believe has been through what I am going through, who I have proof and can witness that they have. I want to die not having left any crevices in me unexplored and unashamed of to be out on display. I could never sustain this level of outflow episode after episode if I came here pretending to be someone else or only pretending to be one part of me. I couldn't just bring one part of me here and not get exhausted trying to put all that effort into bolstering and supporting just one part of me. It would not work. Maybe if something in your life is not working right now, ask yourself, is all of me here? What am I leaving home and why? And can I bring a bit of him or her with me to work, to strangers, to my interactions with everyone, friends, to love, to my entire life, tomorrow? Can I bring a little bit of that tomorrow? Really, what I have learned from leaning into all that I thought would not be socially acceptable to be like is that everyone is waiting for someone to get weird with. We're all weird. But we put on masks because it's easier than being vulnerable. Because at least if they attack the mask, you can shapeshift and put on a different one, more acceptable one. Change your identity to suit whatever is most acceptable. But if you are your true authentic self and that gets attacked, then it might really hurt where you are soft. So that fear holds most of us back. But it also leaves you living with masks on your entire life. Everyone meets your representative. Are you meeting the man or the mask? And listen, I'm not saying you ever harden in the way that you are or are ever fully decided on what comes out and what to bring out, what to stand behind. You are allowed to error and change your mind. But wouldn't allowing all of you to come out, to play, contribute in that development, and maybe even accelerate it because it's out to play instead of being suppressed, as opposed to only bringing out some parts of you when you are with someone safe or somewhere safe. Again, don't deprive the world what else it may find beautiful about you based off of just the opinion of you. You are not the majority. You may never know what parts of you connect with the parts of someone else's recesses, something in someone else that they're holding back. Maybe you, daring to be you, might allow that depth in someone else to come out that they've been hiding and feel unsafe to exhibit. Imagine that. Beauty begets beauty. The world expands and takes shape only if you dare to be full form. I love you, family. Stay true, always. See you in the next show.